Hello, we're back. Welcome to episode two of Three Monkeys. Um, after our proof of concept with the pilot episode, we're allowed to come back and continue this. And hopefully we're going to do uh, a monthly one, uh, probably end up as uh, every other month to start with. Um, but we are here. Um, thank you so much for listening to the first one. All those people have got so much feedback and so many good ideas about what to put onto this one. Um, so I'm joined by Fiona. Hey, Fiona. Hi, Mike. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, uh, she's joining me on the intro of this podcast because we're going to be having a, a chat about um, special considerations as part of the main uh, segment for this this episode. Um, so without further ado, thank you so much again for listening to the first one. Uh, and uh, thanks for sticking around. So let's get on with it. Hello, welcome to the next section. Uh, this is going to be a section talking to our military guys. Uh, I am joined by... Hello, my name's Kiani. I'm one of the Royal Navy nursing officers. And I'm Emma. I'm one of the RAF nursing personnel. Uh, amazing. Uh, and I know you two were a little bit nervous about doing this, but you're all right. Yeah, all we've, good. We've had a bit of a limber up before uh, pl- pressing the record button, so it will be it will be absolutely fine. You feeling good? Yeah, let's yeah. go for it. Woo! Amazing. Good. Um, so you've introduced yourselves. Amazing. Can you tell me just a little bit about um, what your roles are in your jobs? Um, so I'm a nursing officer. Um, I trained outside of the military at Southampton Uni 2013 to 2016. I then applied to join the Navy as an officer, having completed my degree, um, which meant I did interviews and Mm. lots of exercises before then joining and undertaking 30 weeks of officer training, um, which was no nursing at all. So went to a military base and was completely militarized, learned how to fold, iron your clothes, all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. Being in the Navy, (laughs) get taught how to drive ships, which obviously as nurses, we do not do. Um, So very much felt like I was qualified as a warfare officer rather than a nursing officer by the end of that. Um, I finished that in December and then after that was placed at Plymouth and that's where I've been before I came here and hopefully where I'll go back to following this course. That's amazing. Wow. So it's kind of like a two pronged like study thing. You've got the, you've got the actual, like you have to learn to be military and also you're learning to be a nurse. Yeah, absolutely. So as a nursing officer, the difference between like mine and Emma's role is that I kind of take on more of a management position within the military, um, whereas Emma will probably take more of a clinical road up into a certain point of her career. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just a little bit different um, of the roles that we do, but ultimately we work really closely together and yeah. in the same environments, but yeah. just have different hats at certain points in our career. That sounds really interesting. Emma? And then, yeah, so um, I had a bit of a, a different career path. So obviously I joined joined the military first so it was 10 weeks of basic training yeah learn about all of the RAF the aircraft all that sort of thing do you get to I mean so I've been up in the Chinook a couple times and nice. in a Black Hawk when I was in America really that was great fun um, but so from graduating from the Air Force I then went and done my nurse training up in Birmingham so that was three years literally kind of left alone from a military perspective but oh, okay. fortunately paid by the military so no student debt which was a bonus win um so yeah three years graduated there then I went down to Portsmouth I was in Portsmouth for about four and a half years so I done um a 
rotation. So they do the preceptorship, once you post-qualify, focuses on your surgical and medical and then looking at going into an elective area. Okay. So done that. So done surgical rotation, done a medical rotation, went into ED for a bit of time um, and then went down to respiratory for a previous a bit of time and then I went on to a surgical high care unit. Amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, so whilst there, like, you do various things. So we do, like, a few unit exercises, yeah. um, various military courses that you'll go away on. Um, from there, I actually then went to Oxford in the JR and focused on studying emergency medicine. And then I'm now here, so, yeah. Wow. Good grief. That's a really colourful um, career you two have got. That's amazing. Um, and we're really, really lucky to have you and all of your guys here Um working alongside with us with, with all of uh, all of your skills and expertise you guys are here for how long in total so we're here now potentially until the end of september so we arrived end of september to like end of september type of time oh really and yeah. did you did you arrive at end september it was yeah. september i feel like you've been here for a lot longer yeah. than that so it's a year-long course um so the reason that we're basically here is that with with our careers, we're expected to join a contingency. Um, and within that, we should have a specialist area that we work in. What Join a contingency? So it, operational effectiveness. So it looks at deployability um, okay. and obviously supporting the wider military okay. on that side. And they like you to be specialised. They like to know how many emergency care nurses they have, how many critical care nurses they have, surgical, medical, etc. Well, so that's the okay. reason that we're here. Um, so both Emma and I are currently affiliated with the University of the West of England doing a postgraduate course, so 60 credits um, over the year that then will qualify us as specialist emergency care nurses as opposed to experienced emergency care nurses, wow. which then allows our career managers and operational officers to know how they can use us effectively within the wider yeah. military. Oh, okay. So really you just need to gain as much as you can to be as flexible for the service as you can be. Yeah. That way you can just go and do loads of stuff by the sounds of it. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Um, um, so after you guys finish here, what's the next step? Um, so generally once we've finished here and obviously successfully passed university, we'll look at going into a consolidation phase. So it's just kind of going back to a unit, settling in back there and just kind of settling back into the emergency department. For me, um, as REF, we've got lots of courses that we have to go and do. So obviously yeah. the medical emergency response team referred to as MERT. So basically the helicopters flying up around in the air, we kind of cover that line. Okay. So I'll be going away and doing that type of training. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so helicopters in the field, or yeah. So, if obviously you look back to like Batak when they had obviously the Mercs going out and picking up the injured casualty, yeah, and flying him back, it's a similar role to that. Obviously, just not as not as well used at the moment because we're not yeah. we're not in those things. Which yeah, is, we're not which do, is we're great. not we're not doing a thing. Um, yeah, but from our clinical side, obviously, it's yeah. trying to get those skills. Yeah. Oh, amazing. What's next for you? So, hopefully, I'll go back to Plymouth. So that's yeah. where home is for me. Um, I'm looking to take on another kind of leadership responsibility once I go down there. Um, so all of us military nurses, as you know, work within civilian hospitals. Mm -hmm. um, so there's quite a lot of liaison that goes on between the civilians and the military as to what we can provide contractually and how we then embed well within the hospitals. So I'm hoping to take on a role within the unit in Plymouth to kind of liaise with the NHS a little bit better and how we can utilise the emergency department down there to the best of our ability and get the most out of it for our personnel. Oh, amazing. That's a, That would be an amazing role for uh, future use. 
Uh, oh, awesome. Oh, brilliant. So this is a really, really important question. Um, so maybe you find yourself on a desert island. But someone grants you a wish and you can eat this food for the rest of your life. What food is it going to be? I love food. So this is a really hard, really hard question. question. So you can't... Because I can only have one food. Yeah, this is it. Now, we've oh. had some interesting uh, choices on here. You okay. can't just choose generally food. That's cheating. So a meal. So like a meal. Yeah. Oof. But every day. Every day for the rest of your life. I'm going to go with the classic roast dinner. So that's a good choice. I was, was going to say wrong. something yeah. like that. Potatoes, so we got have, meat, yeah, we, got veg. Yeah, yeah, we have had, gravy. we have had roasted uh, chosen, but I think it was Cat Russell who chose. Uh, was it Cat? I can't remember who chose the uh, roast dinner. Double roast dinner, is it? Potentially, yeah. <laughs> I do. I love a roast dinner. Can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid choice. Nice. Stick with that. Um, well, nice one. Um, we, like I said. Uh, we're really lucky to have uh, you guys here and your expertise. And uh, I know that some people are like, oh, are they, are they new nurses? Are they new, are they, that come here? But actually, you guys have got such a ridiculous amount of experience in, in the field. Um, so thank you for being here. And it's always an honour and a pleasure. Um, uh, is there anything else you want to say to the department? No, just thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for being so, so welcoming much. and friendly as you all are. And like you say, we feel like we've been here much longer than um, the three months yeah. that it's been. And that's yeah. testament to your colleagues. <laughs> it does feel, it does yeah, feel like you've been here for longer. Exactly. So, yeah, just a big thanks for having us. And there'll be lots more military guys coming through. So. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I think that, um, and I'm sure you guys would agree, if uh, anyone is interested in what you do or uh, wants to ask you questions about Absolutely. what you do, Absolutely. then, then yeah. 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 Come, and, come and ask them. Well, uh, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. And uh, we'll uh, catch you later. Okay, hey, uh, welcome to uh, the new starters section. Uh, and I've got my first victim sitting directly in front of me. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Louise. Um, yes, I am his first victim. He lured me into this room. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, hi, oh, my, uh, my name's Mark. Uh, come, come with me. And I just, just followed. Came with me. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're going to follow your superior, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah. It's my first day supernumerary. So yeah, first day supernumerary and uh straight into the podcast, which is great. Um so you've already introduced yourself. Um where have you come from? Uh so I have come from AMU. I've done a year and a half there. It was my first job. It was really good. It was a good um just all medicine. So yeah, you know good it's... hard work, good grounding. Yeah, yeah good, good base. Get, getting some to... evid evidence base. Yeah. And just skill base. Yeah, seeing all the skills coming true. Nice. So you've been a nurse for a year and a half? Yeah, a year and a half. A so and that was half. my first job. Oh, amazing. What did you do before that? Um, so before that, I suppose I, will, I, will, I went to uni in Plymouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plymouth and uni space would be pretty cool. Yeah, it was nice. It's a really city. nice city. Yeah. It's a really nice city. You can walk everywhere. Um, yeah. You don't have to drive anywhere or get a taxi. You could just literally walk 20 minutes nice. in any direction and yeah. you wherever you needed to be. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something different to Bristol. <laughs> yeah, 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 everything's a big hill in Bristol. Yeah. You constantly feel like you're in the bottom of a valley. Yeah, exactly. You're climbing constantly. Yeah, it sucks for biking. Um, that's why, I, I, I mean, I've got a bike, but I don't use it. Yeah, that's same as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also way too cold uh, yeah. and rainy and horrible. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Oh, Plymouth is really good. Um, it got quite a big military 
presents down yeah, in Plymouth for the, for the um, nurses. And yeah, nurses and I've worked with a lot of them actually. They're really good. Yeah, they're really they're nice as well. Had, they're had so a, good. Had a couple of them on um, for this episode actually, and okay. they're talking about um, talking about it. it was really really interesting. Yeah, um, amazing. Um, so you're currently in band five yeah. and you're finding your feet in the department mm-hmm. it's literally like your first day or something like yep that. it yep. is well, <laughs> welcome nice. um uh what are you going to do with the rest of your life there you go how's that ah nurse hopefully yeah. <laughs> um well i'm gonna stay here for a little while anyway just to get that experience of That's the correct answer yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long <laughs> i'll see how to, by the end of the day ask me again <laughs> um yeah i'm gonna stay here for a while get like um just more knowledge on different conditions coming in because obviously yeah. in AMU I just seen medicine side so yeah. it'd be good to see surgical and mental health as well and yeah trauma. see a bit of the other the other specialities yeah um but yeah some AMU medical background is going to hold you real strong yeah hopefully um but yeah so stay here for a little while um hopefully I want to go I want to travel the world with this job hopefully so well, you can do in nursing yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. good <laughs> so yeah. maybe Australia is a yeah, you know that there's like sharks and spiders and blue ring rocks. Yeah, it's like over. you trying to convince me to stay here, is it? <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that will um, eat you, poison you and uh, stuff like that. And it is hot though. Yeah, uh, I think the good. warm weather is definitely appealing. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, especially right now because it's just grey. Yeah, and cold. Constantly, yeah. which is really, I was listening to the weather this morning and we're like, it's going to be sunny tomorrow. I was like, oh God, I hope <laughs> sunny so. Sunny but cold. I haven't seen the sun for forever. No. Um. So what, what's your, what'd you get up to? What'd you get up to when you're not uh, being a, being a nurse? Um, well, I, I get up to, I like going out with my friends. I, yeah. do, I do a lot of things at my house. We're really like close. So we do lots of things together. And then nice. people from, let's say the ward sometimes, we do, like activities and things. Um, I like going to the gym, exercise, yeah. um, sports. I love being outdoors, doing outdoor things. Yeah. So climbing, hiking. Um, I play GAA, which is Irish football. GAA. Yeah, so Gaelic Athletic. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah. Gaelic football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's really rough, isn't it? Uh, it's kind it's of like wrestling and football. Yeah, yeah. It's, I always <laughs> say it's a mix of like um soccer. I call it soccer because it's football to me. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. soccer, basketball, rugby. Yeah, yeah that's wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's good. Yeah. It's really good fun. So I recommend everybody Maybe. to join. <laughs> you say you say climbing. I climbing. Yeah, I like oh, climbing. There's lots of people here who climb. Yeah. Yep. Good. It's a good climbing city. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's very popular here. Oh yeah. It's uh, super fancy. Yeah. Um, amazing. Um, cool. So finally, qu- final question. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like keep, keeping half an hour on the, on how long we've been recording for, but we've been waffling on here. Um, <laughs> finally, um, so you're on Desert Islands. Yeah. Okay. One food for the rest of your life. Go. That is, oh God. One food. Does it have to be like, a, like can it be a meal or like just one like, I'll tell you Vegetable. what, if you say something, and I'll, 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 I feel like there aren't really any rules to this. Mm. Um, but it has to be one, yeah, one meal, one item of food. One meal. Oh, God, that's hard. That's really hard, to be honest. Mm, I do, I make this mix I just love. So it's like avocado, and it's mixed with cherry tomatoes, red onion, like all yeah. the pepper yeah. spices. And I do that on toast with a poached egg. It's like, I love brunch. That sounds, <laughs> oh, man, breakfast brunch. Yeah, is like brunch. The best meals of the yeah, day. it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so something like that. Solid. I, yeah, that sounds, that sounds absolutely perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And um, if there's anything you want to say to the department, um, God, I've only been here for about 
for five hours. Yeah, look after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look after a team. Um, nice one. Thank you very much for your time. Cool. Sorry to lure you in here. That's and, okay. Um, I forgive uh, you. <laughs> well done. All right, see you later. Thank you. So uh, here we are with our next uh, newbie. Uh, and today we've got one of our international nurses. I've got April. Hello, April. How are you? Hello. How good are you? morning. Good morning. Yeah. It is good. Uh, just about. Yeah. How, how are you feeling? I'm very nervous right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally just went onto the shop floor and lured her in here with just come and have a look at the room and maybe sit in front of a microphone. And now she's here and she's been and my heart is pounding <laughs> <laughs> um so um i really wanted to get um you on april to have a chat about our international nurses and the program and everything in your experiences um so first off can you introduce yourself to us hello my name is april bugayong and i've been here since august mm. and yeah my um i came from dubai and then went here directly so um it's been uh five months now wow yeah. is it five months five already months. Mm -hmm. wow that's flown by i can still remember my first days yeah. here in the emergency <laughs> it was i mean it was crazy in a way that i it's a complete set a uh, new setup for me yeah mm -hmm. but right now i mean it's like every day it's an adjustment uh okay yeah it's still learning it's still well, learning, I mean, every yeah. every day is a learning mm -hmm. day isn't it amazing so um so you were in dubai before you came here yeah right? i've worked in dubai for six years six years emergency and, department oh it was an emergency department in dubai mm -hmm. tell me what that's like what's that like um it's completely different yeah although we get um patients brought in by the ambulances but uh it's an private hospital yeah and i think in here the uh, difference is like we we will be accepting all patients. Yeah. But in Dubai, it's like there are only certain patients. For example, if it's a red case, we we uh we, we should accept those cases. But oh. there are also um cases wherein the site manager may um refuse to uh, accept in the hospital. And really? She, yeah. And I mean, I think I don't know whether if it's an advantage being in a private hospital there, because um. Uh, there we have to check also whether the insurance of the patient. Oh uh, yeah, will be it's all all the private yeah, stuff the private. that comes with it as well. Mm -hmm. I get, I guess the the red calls and the red patients. You don't ask them yeah, for their insurance. Immediately they can bring it. <laughs> no, that's it. Drag them back outside. Mm -hmm. They haven't got their insurance card with them. Um, is that difficult? It is difficult. I mean, yeah. adjusting in a total new environment. Yeah, it is kind of difficult, yeah. especially um. In Dubai, we're not into um, we're not dealing so much of the mental health. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why when I had my study day with uh, I think Miss Fiona. Yeah. I told her that it was really like a culture shock oh, for me, sure. especially for the mental okay. health and for those who are um, intoxicated patients. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because we don't usually um, uh, handle patients who are experiencing those. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's actually quite a quite a big bit of our workload here isn't it mm -hmm. is, is mental health uh ranging all the way through um the, the matrix mm -hmm, yeah. oh, so it must be quite difficult so in dubai the, uh, the mental health patients they go to different places or they have a specific um 
facility. It's called Alamal. Alamal. Wherein they are oh. the one who's catering all those patients who's having this uh, mental health problems. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're like specialist centers. For, yeah. They do have that I mean, that, that sounds really great. Mm-hmm. That sounds really great. Uh, amazing. So um, how long, because you said you worked in Dubai for six years. Six years yep. So how long have you been a nurse for? Um, I've been a nurse for 11 years now. 11 years? Yeah. Oh, wow. Four years experience in the Philippines. Yeah. It's um, in NICU, yeah. pediatric ward, and uh, medical surgical ward. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you've got some you've got some really good experience on you mm-hmm. about. That's amazing. So NICU, surgical, uh, and, and, then, and then emergency medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was, 11 uh, years. Also, it was uh, when I went to Dubai, it was also my first experience to get exposed in the emergency department. Yeah. That's why I was like um, a bit... Mm, it took time for me to totally adjust with the setup of how it is dealing with patients in the emergency department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And do you like working in emergency department? Yes. I love the adrenaline. Yeah. And it's like um, you get the patient right away and then you treat them and you see how they respond. Yeah. 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 There is there is that uh, this person is sick. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. They're getting better. They're not getting yeah. better rather than you know, you're waiting for days and days and days. And it's not like the routine. Everything can change. Yes, yes. I, yeah, to I, I totally agree with you. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan of the routine. I like the the changing mm-hmm. atmosphere and the changing and department. And it's very challenging. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think everyone listening to this will definitely agree with you on that one. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the, the program that brought you uh, that managed to um, guide you into working here because so, I, I know a little bit about it that you guys have to do OSCEs. And... Yeah so um, I uh, so after the 10 days quarantine yeah we got to have that uh, we have this one week induction period wherein we were introduced to the system Lorenzo Eyes yeah. and some of the um, ba- uh, basic life training manual handling oh, oh very very important manual, yeah, handling. manual handling oh yeah absolutely yes. <laughs> and then after that it's like a full one week wherein we'll be dealing with all those things yeah and then after after that we had the boot camp for the OSCE preparation yeah it's like um twice or thrice a week wherein uh, we have um miss harpreet and miss kathy who's the one who's uh the lead uh, uh instructor for that uh, okay they'll be giving us um the complete uh scenario of what to expect during the oski yeah and I, I think after that it took one and a half months of like um going for the shift and then at the same time taking the practice for the OSCE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Whilst also getting used to an entirely different system yes. and surrounding mm-hmm. and so it's a lot, isn't it? It, it is, really is a lot. Yes. Kind of overwhelming. I'm at not times. surprised. If mm-hmm. if the if, if I was going somewhere else and had to go through that in a completely different system, I would find that very, very overwhelming. But wow, it's is, amazing. Everyone is very supportive. I mean oh, that's good. that's yeah. One thing I love about the hospitals, like everyone's very supportive. They will ask you from time to time, "Are you okay? Do you need any help?" Yeah, good. That's good and to it's hear. like sometimes you you're, you feel like you're lost. I'm but... not surprised. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but then um, the team is so amazing. Good, mm. amazing. Now um, I know that you. I mean, you've had a you've had a nursing registration for a, a long time, nearly pretty much as long as me um but when you come over here you have to have a new pin or you have to get your pin or wait for your pin Mm. that must be really frustrating 
it is in a way because um we are only given certain um what do you call that um responsibilities not yeah. full responsibilities for in sometimes uh we will be supervised by yeah. our seniors and you know when it gets busy sometimes i feel very um frustrated, frustrated. to ask help yeah. because yeah, yeah, i know yeah. everyone's busy and then you don't want to be a burden yeah. to your workmates yeah no uh yeah um i if if i was uh in your shoes i would i would have felt exactly the same because you've got loads of experience and then all of a sudden they're like no 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 you you can't do any of these things until you yeah. prove that you've done this and it's like well you know you've already done mm-hmm. you've already done a lot and of apart that. from that at the same time we're still reviewing for the oski yeah good grief um very stressful it's making me feel stressed even <laughs> you just talking about it to be honest um so here's a big question from here what's the future hold for you where are you going to go what are you going to do what are you going to become huge uh, question oh that's a tough one <laughs> because I, still, I just started you just you just got here have you got any thoughts in your head about what you want to do with your seal career um right now it's like um i want it's like every day when i go to work the only thing i pray is like to be a safe nurse oh yeah. april that's amazing mm-hmm. And then apart from that, I think I would want to see myself achieving something, not just like personally, but professionally. Yeah. But I'm still thinking of where to or what path yeah. should I yeah. be going through. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess once you found your proper feet and you feel that you're, you know, you're here and you're good and mm-hmm. you're settled, then maybe thinking about the future. Yeah. Who knows? EMP, ACP. Let's see. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Now, I ask this question to uh, everybody who comes on the podcast. It's totally different from the, any question I've just asked you. Are you ready for this? Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were stuck on a desert island mm-hmm. and you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would you eat? Oh. That's, <laughs> that's totally different from yeah, what I know. I like, I like to lead people mm. down a path of career and things like that and then ask them a really silly question at the end. I think it's... Uh... It's a Filipino dessert, which is a uh, flan. Flan. Yeah. Okay. What's flan? Is it because we have flan over in this country? Is it the same thing? I don't. Know. Is it is it the one with egg yolks and the heavy cream on it, and we have to steam it? Oh, okay. I mean, it's a sweet. Uh, it's a. It's, it's yeah. a sweet. Oh, yeah. that sounds amazing, actually. Yeah, and it's like anyway, you'll be stuck in a dessert, a dessert, and then um to have all the energy. I think I'll choose to have that food to yeah. be. Flan for the energy, so you can yeah. build yourself some amazing house full or something of like that. Awesome. Sugar. Sugar full of sugar, or, or, yeah. or just get diabetes, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, April, it's been an absolute joy having you on the show. Thank you so much. Even Thank though you, you were so nervous, much. you've done amazing. I am very nervous <laughs> still now. Well, you can come and co-present with me. Amazing. Um, April, thank you so, so much. Have you got anything you'd like to say to the department? It's like, I just want to thank, uh, to thank everyone who's been very supportive um it's like a tough transition from one country to another oh, i remember it? we were asked one time how's your communication skill in a scale of 0 to 10 yeah um i mean that time i don't have any idea of how the conversation will be going no with yeah. me and my patients no. but um uh, although it's difficult i mean in uh you'll get through it through yeah. practice also and yeah. everyone is very helpful good i'm really glad Amazing. to hear and and we are we are here for you Thank you so much. And no, no, thank you for coming and giving us your expertise. Um, Thank you very much, April, and I'll see you out there. See ya.
Um, here we are, back with uh, another another new person to the department. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Uh, fine. I've totally just lured you into this office. I yeah. said there was something <laughs> interesting and uh, you followed me and then you were... Here I am. Here you are in front of a microphone. Um, can you... Uh, I don't know what's bleeping in that background. I'm not sure what that is. Um, can you introduce yourself? Who are you? Uh, I'm Jenny Udall. I'm a BAM5. Amazing. And you've been here for... Uh, about four months. About four months. Yeah. Is it four months already? I think Jeez. so. Yeah. Time flies. Um, where have you come from? Uh, I was in AMU for a bit and then I went to ITU and then that was brisk and now I'm here. <laughs> brisk. How, <laughs> how, and how long were you in ITU for? Uh, about three months. Three months? Yeah. Okay. Not for you? No, no, no. ED's no. a bit more me. Yeah, yeah. ED, a bit more you. Amazing. And uh, how long have you been in this for? Uh, just over two years now. Two years, amazing. Yeah. And was the was the aim to get to ED? Was it or? Yes, I wanted to work in ED originally, but they yeah. said I had to do my mandatory. Absolutely. AMU. You, you got to do your time. Yeah. You, you got to do your time. And um, you know, doing uh, doing some pre ED stuff like working on AMU sets you up really well. I think. Not yeah. that I did that. I came straight into ED, and I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, no, fair enough. It's a bit uh, scary. No. no, yeah, it was very scary. I had no idea what I was doing for about six months. Actually, I, I still feel like that still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I've been doing ED for about 11 years and I still have no idea what I'm doing. Um, amazing. Well, welcome to the department. Thanks. How are you finding it? Yeah, good. Was um, it everything you hoped and dreamed for? I believe so. Yeah. You believe so? <laughs> <laughs> that was um, a calculated answer, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the team are really nice and um, everyone's been really supportive. So I feel like I'm settling in well. Good, amazing, good. Um, so you, you've been in this for two years, and what are you going to do with the rest of your career? I don't know. <laughs> That's such a scary question. Yeah. Um, it's a really difficult question. I ask people this, and all of a sudden, it's like they've never thought of it before. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, oh god, um, I don't have no idea. I know. I'm like, when did I become an adult? I, <laughs> I don't have to think about these yeah. things yet. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go You're with just, the flow. Just doing. See just, what happens. Just, just living that sweet band five life and, yeah. and gaining loads and loads of experience. Yeah. Amazing. Um, cool. So you've come over here with some other people from AMU. Is that right? Yeah. Or... yeah we've, we've taken had, half we've, the team. Yeah, we've had quite a... <laughs> if anyone's from from AMU is listening to us, um, we are sorry. Um, I, I am sorry. Yeah. Uh, come to the dark side. Um, but yeah. Th thank you, though, for um, putting in some excellent work with, uh, with these guys and getting some good good foundation for coming over to ED. So that's that's really, really good. Um, and if you are listening to this, this this was not supposed to be for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking, AMUC. We love you dearly. Um, cool. So um, what do you do outside of work? What's your hobby? You got anything going on? Um, well, I do quite like partying. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a hobby? I think it counts as a hobby. Is it? Is it you like wake up at five AM and you're like, oh, I've got to go and do this? Oh no, it's kind of like jogging. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. No. Partying's more fun than more jogging. fun than jogging. Yeah. yeah, I do run occasionally, but that's yeah, grim. Yeah, yeah, not, not for me. Running, running's <laughs> not the one. Have you always lived in Bristol? Uh, no, I'm from uh, Redditch, which is like on the outskirts of Birmingham. Really? Yeah, I used to live in Evesham. Yeah, do you know? I think we've had this conversation. Have before. we? Yeah, because ah, you worked in Worcester, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yes, I did work in Worcester. Ah, Worcester, Worcester ED. That's, <laughs> that's that's a place that exists. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Redditch. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bristol's a bit cooler. Would you? Would you? Would you, what than Redditch? Yeah. Absolutely, it is. Oh yeah. My God. No comparison. <laughs> would you recommend anyone go on holiday in Redditch? 
Um, I think there is a holiday in there, but is there? Yeah, you might. <laughs> if I ever found <laughs> myself at a holiday and... inn in Redditch, I would, I was not reevaluate your life choices. Yes, I'd be like, <laughs> how did I end up here? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, that whole area kind of uh, is not the best. It's very so. grey. Yeah, super. The grey. sun doesn't shine in Redditch. No, the sun doesn't shine anywhere around the Birmingham area. I yeah, think. it's just this dark greyness. Hole. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, well, I'm sorry for stealing you off the shop floor. Uh, I guess I've only got one last question for you. Sure. You ready? Is it? Okay. This is the uh, mental arithmetic exam I oh, was telling God. you about. <laughs> so if uh, a train leaves uh, one platform at 10.30 in the morning in the... No, I'm joking. Um, um, um... <laughs> <laughs> Today's not the day. <laughs> um, you're stuck on a desert island. You can only eat one food. What food are you going to eat for the rest of your life? Oh, my God. Um, dumplings dumplings yeah. what like um like asian dumplings oh nice yeah that's actually a really good choice they're my favorite they're so good so good that's... maybe ramen i mean both of those are excellent choices yeah we've had people saying roast dinner and all sorts really? i said pizza it's a bit boring yeah 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 i think yeah well what ramen just ramen I think you could spice it up a bit, like different flavors. You're only allowed what you got on the island, so uh, uh, sand, like sand ramen, crab, seashell ramen. Yeah, yeah, maybe dumplings though. That sounds pretty good. Amazing. Well, I'll let you get back to the cubicles uh, cool, uh, that uh, I've just dragged you away from. Yep. No, no patients <laughs> were harmed in the making of this uh, interview. Um, is there anything you want to say to the department before um, I let you get back to your duty? Um, I don't know. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, and and you. Um, well, thank you very, very much. Cool. And uh, uh, I'll catch you later. All right. See you later. Well, here we are in the main segment for this episode uh, about special considerations. I'm joined by Fee. Hello, Fee. Hi, Mike. Uh, Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, thanks for um, uh, agreeing to come on to this and having a chat with us. Um, and I pulled you off your uh, EMP shift. How's mm, that going? Yeah, really good. Yeah. So I'm about halfway through now. I started in October. Um, halfway point is great, but it also means the end is in sight, which is both nerve wracking, but also really exciting. Um, it's been a really good challenge, actually. And yeah. learning so much and just, you know, being able to uh push yourself a little bit more you know you're learning lots and actually seeing your own patients is just it's yeah. a really good feeling actually it sounds scary it is yeah <laughs> yeah so when when yeah. did you emp fully uh so i've got until the february the 24th i hand in the portfolio portfolio Whoa. and then i've actually got off skis though which i'm the most nervous about in oh, march yeah. so oh, that yeah made me feel like <laughs> so many mentioned skis. yeah uh that's that's quite scary yeah um Amazing. So you're here with me today to talk about mm. um, something called special considerations. Do you mind, mm. what, what do you mean? What is, what, <laughs> what is special considerations? So special considerations is it's a big term, but it's something we created uh, through the education team, really, where, you know, we're just we're thinking about people that are from vulnerable groups that when they come into the, they come into the emergency department, they perhaps could be more vulnerable. Mm. Um and there we have lots of services that can that can really help them um and you know for some people the an emergency department attendance sometimes is the only opportunity for help and support oh okay so you know just thinking about things 
that come under special considerations are domestic violence. Um, Yeah, so, you know, for some people, it might, you know, going to the GP, that might not be an option, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with lots of patients we get, like, the emergency department is, like, crisis point. So, yeah. Um, so that's just one part of it. We, we look at mental health. We look at learning disabilities and autism. We look at alcohol, um, uh, you know, like overuse and dependency. Yeah. Um, uh, homelessness, that comes under it as well. So there's lots of big subjects, but it's just we, especially for new starters, we try and get them to really think about the patients from these kind of groups and just look outside the box a little bit. You know, it might not be that, there might be something else going on that we could yeah. be really helping with that's yeah, contributing to it. I was just to. thinking of exactly that terminology, yeah. <laughs> think outside the box. With yeah. It's such a broad subject. It's huge, yeah. It, really, it, it really is ties huge. ties in all of, all of the, all this, this big patient group yeah. of people who are vulnerable, who yeah. are seeking help, yeah. and actually might be attending for completely different reasons yeah. than what they're presenting with. Yeah. And actually, there's loads of things that really can contribute to each other as well. So, you know, mental health, um patients that are coming with you know a deterioration in their mental health mm-hmm. like it might be that alcohol is playing a big part of that or homelessness or you know domestic violence like there's loads of connections that without yeah, solving yeah. one like you can't yeah. help the other so yeah. that's where we you know it's a real holistic approach as well you know from a nursing point of view mm-hmm. like we can sorts of things they can cover but it does also mean that you have to go digging like you have yeah. to have that open mind to, I, I suppose it yeah. is that going under the layers like yeah. you were saying so yes, yeah this person's presented and they are detoxing yeah uh you know you know and we are treating them via CYR and you know that sort of stuff but yeah actually, what's the underlying problem under yeah that and under that and then under yeah that and, yeah you know you can you can't solve one problem without getting to the root yeah. of all the problems yeah exactly so I mean we're really fortunate we've got really amazing teams here that cover all of those areas yeah, um but it's just you know especially with you know if the wait's long and the you know the nurse you're the nurse that's looking after a lot of patients like you're the one that can really start the ball rolling with things so yeah. sending the referrals out as early as you can and you know spreading mm-hmm. the word and because it can it's quite it can be quite daunting when you think about it that maybe you know you have someone come in with holistic um, domestic violence and mm-hmm. this is the one and, and possibly the only mm-hmm. time yeah. that they will access a care setting yeah and you you have to nail it don't yeah. you you have yeah. to nail it yeah or even as well like and, and domestic violence comes under that a lot as well but with other groups you know um and what I'm speaking about is you know maybe learning disabilities or autism patients where you know if they oh, get to the yeah. we get to the point where it's crisis point like they're really reluctant to go and seek assistance for something that could be kind of GPable, but yeah. you know they maybe lost confidence in their GP or they don't have access to the, to healthcare um you know so the emergency department might be the only place that they come to and you know if we get that right and they get the health that they need yeah um you know when you, you look at like health inequalities that kind of thing and mm. something that you know we can really really try and avoid that and make sure everyone gets the healthcare that they need just despite their yeah you know ability or yeah um yeah yeah Yeah. providing a friendly uh access point for all yeah yeah amazing so what's your what's your role in so my role uh so for particularly like the special considerations day uh, the day is what we run basically for the new starters um so anyone that's new to new to the department as part of their induction and they have a whole day where we go through the different group the different special consideration groups um i just talk about the services that are available to them and things to look out for and how you might assess them yeah um 
so particularly with mental health type patients we've got the matrix and the risk assessment so trying to keep everyone safe and how you keep your patients safe that yeah. kind of thing um so it's a it's a really long day but it's and it's full of information but new starters get to meet the people that are yeah. from these services which is really That's helpful because it is yeah. uh, it is a really complex is a very complicated yeah. area isn't it yeah dealing dealing with just one of the subjects is really difficult yeah but the whole you know the whole thing yeah it's huge so it's amazing that um we have this you know study day yeah and then so it's on a on like a side uh line i i'm the lead uh, link nurse for the learned disabilities and autism mm. um speciality so um from that i've tried to build up the service that we can provide while patients come into the department and you know for t- particularly people with autism like the emergency department can be an absolute nightmare oh, for, sucks for them. yeah, yeah really. so it was just we're thinking you know we we try and encourage things like reasonable adjustments which is a term hopefully people will you know hear more about mm. um and that's just how we can adapt our service to, to suit them yeah rather than them having to fit into hours which for some people that's just it's impossible just, yeah it's impossible mm. and it's and it's unfair and it's unkind. Mm. absolutely um do you have a counterpart in the department or do you, i guess you work closely with the teams surrounding them yeah yeah so we got yeah so we've got um we get our learning disability and autism link nurses are getting bigger and bigger so we've got um we've got beth reed we've got amy prescott uh we've got mel love there we've got leanne scadding we've got mimi warrell um we've also got jamie jamie lee jamie lee um who um has got lots of experience so all these people have come from like backgrounds yeah she's in my team (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah they've all either got like lots of experience in those areas or they've just got a real special interest so yeah. it's really great oh that's that's really great yeah, yeah. um I, th- I think maybe having something in your you know it's that thing isn't it when you when you know a bit about it and maybe mm. have some personal history with it you want to see other people be able to access this and yeah feel, feel really you know driven forward. yeah no, that's really good um earlier on when we were talking about this you were uh about what questions will we you know what, what <laughs> we'll be talking about and things uh you mentioned something called the journey Oh, the journey. The journey. <laughs> Cue epic music. <laughs> no. um, talk, talk, talk to us a little bit about this 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 epic journey. Oh no, it was more just to, journey through the department. No, like like my career. Like I just oh, I just figured journey. I just figured that that's what you've asked other people, and I was like, oh gosh, I need to oh, think wow. about something exciting. Okay, well, but I don't have that. Cue uh, exciting music. Oh, God. Um, it's not that exciting. It all started when I wanted to be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No. How long, you, how long have you been a nurse for? Oh gosh, um, I've been here for nine years, which is crazy. But so, and then before that, I was in the Burns and Plastics for four years. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you saying about that. Yeah. So oh, amazing. Yeah. I would say, what do you want to do with your career? But I mean, you 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 you're heading somewhere, aren't you? <laughs> you do, you're doing a good job here. Yeah. Well, um, the practitioner is like, yeah, that's been a bit of a key goal for the start, so that's good. What's next? What's next from the after practitioner? Uh, I mean, that's enough to think about, I think. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely <laughs> um, so back to, we've gone wildly off topic. <laughs> um, so what's uh, what's new? What's changing? What's changing? So I think the ba- I think one of the, the big subjects that hopefully is going to get some more recognition and su- support from like a service, service um, delivery point of view is autism. Yeah. Um, like historically, it's kind of been clumped together with, 
learning disabilities and they've kind of come together but actually they're so different different, and they should be treated really differently so I think it's that's one of the big things trying you know make sure people are differentiating between the two um but also I think just from an ED point of view you know we talked about reasonable adjustments and just there's real simple things that can make such a big difference so there's going to be hopefully a lot more um awareness around sensory stimulating and sensory like difficulties that patients can have and you know that could be from noise to you know and kind of the usual ones you'd you'd automatically think of you know Mm. noise um uh heat like sound um which which is literally this department most of the time yeah yeah you're in the waiting room i mean edau for instance you know it's it's nasty environment super loud super busy full of random weirdos yeah strange people i mean you know (laughs) the staff generally Yeah. yeah yeah So it's just, yeah, it's just trying to flag up um, those kind of things and how we can just be more aware of it. There might not be th- some things we can change because it's ED, but yeah. like being more aware of it and just being a bit more understanding um, mm. would is really great. So we had a we had a walk around from a from a group called Bass, which is the Bristol Autism Society, yeah, and their client group, so people with autism, came to do a tour of our department, and they were brilliant and they they gave some really really great feedback on just little things that would really help so even yeah. even like in the triage room just turning the lights down a l- little bit yeah like that yeah. was that was something that we could do really well and keys around your neck like i think that re- repetitive noise i think for someone that's already very highly stimulated and struggling yeah. just adding in those like repetitive really? noises can be that's really triggering i wouldn't have even thought of that yeah like pen clicking I'm really bad for that. Yeah. Or like strumming or, my fingers. Uh-huh. Yeah, keyboards, <laughs> yeah. like those yeah. those real repetitive noises that we probably take a lot for granted for, yeah. you know. We're just so used to yeah. loud, hectic environments. Yeah, but with yeah. someone, you know, that's very sensitive to, to noise is, you know, that, that it could be enough for them to want to leave the department. And actually that's where, again, that you talk be. about health inequalities, yeah. like they're yeah. not being able to access we're, stuff they we're, need. We're not providing what they need to access. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I think, and one of the big things that came out of that was just the fact that, you know, if they were safe to do so, they could wait outside yeah. and they were, that was okay. Yeah. I think it is about being yeah. that, being flexible. Yeah. Meeting those needs. And yeah. if that's not, that's nowhere, you know, that's what needs to happen really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and that is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you okay. so much. We're going to, um, I know it's shocking. We're like, oh my God, we're going to run out of time. Um, <laughs> we can talk about this all day. Yeah. Um, but um, I just, because it's such a huge uh, and, you know, mm. emotive and it needs to be perfect in this department and mm. everywhere really. Um, what's, what's your message to the department? Message to the department? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think just like we were saying, like, just think, think outside the box. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah, just keep your mind open. And then, you know, if someone's, someone appears like they're struggling just to like dig a little bit deeper yeah maybe think about things how we can adapt their environment you know and things and things like long waits to be seen mm. and you know um oh, this person doesn't need a side room but actually you know sometimes the rules mm. are can be catered to bends to yeah to needs exactly yeah and it doesn't have to be a rigid system no you know no. that way we can provide access for the people yeah. who need it that's a really good point. Yeah, keeping it nice and as flexible as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that's absolutely. hard in the ED, keep, but keep it flexing. Keep it flexing. Flexing, flexing yeah. Bro. Um, <laughs> Fiona, thank you so much for all for coming and talking on the podcast, and also all the work you do on this. It's oh, thank amazing. you. Really, well, really I mean, awesome. the department does so well, like yeah, for people in these absolutely. groups. So 
Yeah. Um, if you guys have got any questions uh, on this uh, topic, then uh, rewind and listen to all the names that Fiona said, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but also Fiona as well. Fiona, thank you so, so much for coming on. And, it's been uh, a pleasure. Thank thing. you. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'll have you back on again in the future. Yeah, great. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers, bye. Well, that brings us to the end of episode two. Uh, and I hope you've enjoyed it. And thank you so much to everyone who was on this episode. Um, I hope that we'll be back for episode three within a month. And I reckon we can do this. We're aiming high here at uh, Three Monkeys HQ. <laughs> um, if you want to be on the podcast, um, then just let me know. Uh, if you have a link role or a special subject or anything like that, you want to talk to me about your recipe for bread and how easy it is, or you want to talk to me about your new pet or I haven't really told this is the departmental uh, announcement here that I do have a new dog and his name is Griff he's Welsh and hopefully he will sleep and let us sleep at the same time that would be great Um, but anyway uh, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you on episode three thank you so so much have a good one take it easy